Hi, and welcome to Phoned In, Bomb Magazine's poetry reading by phone podcast. In this podcast, we'll have a reading by Dorothea Lasky. Dorothea Lasky is the author of Black Life and Awe, both on Wave Books. She is also the author of the educational text, Poetry is Not a Project, on Ugly Duckling Press, and also several chapbooks. Her poems have appeared in The New Yorker, American Poetry Review, Paris Review, Boston Review, and Columbia Poetry Review, among other places. Currently, she lives in New York City and researches creativity at the University of Pennsylvania. Hello, Dorothea. Uh, this is Luke from Bomb Magazine. Hi, Luke. How are you? Okay, so the first poem is called The Legend of Good John Henry. When my dad got Alzheimer's, all the plants died. In the nursing home, there are no plants. There is nothing to live for. Dogs circle the pink-painted building. The orderly staff waits with the bleach. Asking me where the diapers are, I do not know. I haven't had a love in a very long time, a true love, one that makes you feel all jiggly inside. I haven't felt all jiggly inside since I don't know when. Still, I will not go to work in a factory for machines. Art may want to be mechanized, but I am not going to let it, goddammit. Not going to let it be all steel driver without my fist. Even the dead plants whisper to me to feed them. I feed them the rabbits and the dogs. I feed the babies bread toast. They are bald and wild and strung out on life. The little igloos of their heads, only cold when you think of all the possibilities of love like waiting. I am not what I once was, but who would want to be? Who would want to be the same throughout a life, read the same books? Drink the same tea, wear the same dress, go to the same movies. Oh, how I would cry at the same man bent over the same actress in the same dark suit. Someone has died in that movie. Oh, I have seen that one before. Jacob Tushania, the poet. It was in the cool light of dawn that I came to him from a long journey, as what was between us was true love, although he was young to see it. I peered into his crevices, and upon his bed I peered into more, like the kind of things that the monsters make. He was a monster, no. He was not a monster, Mike. His skin was soft and wild, And when he smiled, I was a bit on fire. He closed the paper on the shelves, the foxes of the morning, that raised their horrible whiskers. And when the affair was over, I said goodbye to him, but he was never able to truly say goodbye to me. You know I am a great woman. I am a great woman. 
I have the wiles that make the poet, but I am also gentle. And when I kiss a man, I really mean it. Have you felt this too upon my kisses that I gave to you in the night sky as your eyelashes hung over the moon? Or were you too young to see it too, my little feverish butterfly? and the otters. Love makes you feel alive. Johnny, my animal, you have no idea how beautiful you are to me in the morning when it is 5 a.m. and I am lonely. Everyone is dying around me. I eat spinach bread to keep my sanity. I am like Lisa in the mental unit with my father. I am Muriel who throws tables. I play blackjack with the clowns. Oh, yes, I do all that for a salad. Your black hair is better than a piece of fate. I find in the sky when I am looking, 45,000 miles above the earth, for things that make it all worthwhile. I do this for you, but you will never know how dear you are to me. You chop leaves in your house in New York City, dream of glamorous women, and even too they are great. No one will ever love you like I do, that is certain, because I know the inside of your face is a solid block of coal, and then it, too, something that is warm like warm snow. I hold the insides of you in my palm, and they are warm snow, melting even, with the flurries glutted out of the morning. When I get on the plane, the stewardess tells me to let loose my heart, the man next to me was the same man as last week. Whoever those postmodernists are that say there is no universal, I have, have never spent any time with an animal. I have played tennis with so many animals, I can't count the times I have let them win. Their snouts that were wet with health, dripping in the sun. Then we went and took a swim, just me and the otters. I held them so close, I felt the bump of ghosts as I held them. There is no poem that will bring back the dead. There is no poem that I could ever say that will arise the dead in their slumber, their faces gone. There is no poem or song I could sing to you that would make me seem more beautiful. If there were such songs, I would sing them. Oh, they would hear me singing from here until dawn.
When you look over a big green field and the dead soldiers lie all around you, that's love. That's love and awe. Say it. That's love and awe. There is nothing better. Or if there is, then I don't care. to everyone who hasn't had the chance 
to be as special as you are, being cultivated into fine things when you yourself was nothing to begin with. Humor is not irony as I belly laugh all along the bench of the waiting room while they announce my father will die, or when my friend was killed by her husband while he wore all black. To be torched is not ironic, but it hurts. It hurt her flesh. It hurts me to think about it. And not precious I am to think about it, to give it time. Oh, but Dottie, you say, you are so funny. Surely you realize you are always being ironic. But I am not, I will tell you. I am only being real. One last poem. Style is joy. Dear lady of the winter, style is joy. I am sitting here with my stomach full of love. In New York City, I am ready to board the train. In the morning, my pink bags all packed with crisp white linens, the things I wear. Not like the time in the morning when I visited the shopkeeper in California. Not the time when I was in California in the morning light, but love, the true kind. All joy has a little style. That is the one thing that you are forgetting. When you write poems so full of blood and guts, they are so real except they aren't, because they aren't poems really. And every poem full of blood and guts must be stylized to be so. Not the time in the morning when I was crying, but the time in the morning when I wasn't, when I wasn't crying, because I knew I had found true love. Not the empty truth when I was empty, but the full truth when I wasn't, when I wasn't empty enough to have a stylized shell. Not your empty life you write down with no mediation, but a full life full of love that I write down with partial mediation. Not the whole truth of bitterness with no bitter shell, but a full life of bitterness with no empty shell, but a joyous and colorful one, but a black one so black it is hard and fast, honed by years of thinking. I mean years of thinking. Not anger or sadness, not bitterness in the morning with some fat slob in California who loves his girlfriend. Not the empty sadness of three days fucking some empty slob who loves his girlfriend. I am talking about Sunday sadness with ties and ribbons. I am talking about a life of being beaten and then a day spent in costumes. I am talking about children, the children, who cry out in their stylized laughs at what a great grand world this is, so pretty in its sunshine that comes on down on you when you are ready to receive it. The concentrated yellows of bluish sunshine the sunshine on your face and neck, your party dress, French vignettes in Egypt, spent all night wrapped up in tight verse, and underneath all the crescendos of language that couldn't show you things more real than when they are smart to do so. In rhymes so pretty that they hurt, the sunshine that is so yellow, it comes from a tight yellow sun that sits a freakish circle Packed and wound with painful circuits of light, the wires of black and orange, that tight yellow orb we see spilling 
It is sitting as simply as one yellow pebble on fire so much that it is solid and simple. Just one yellow circle so solid and simple. Because it is on fire so ferociously that it cannot be bothered to raise a fuss. I am talking about one yellow circle on fire so much in the plastic blue sky that it is joy, real joy, stylized and static joy, the kind that comes only from the moon, the kind of plastic joy that comes only from the moon, or the greater heavens we can't imagine. They are so vast, they might as well be called joyous, even when we try to explain them. The only thing we can say in their vastness is something simple. You just heard Dorothea Lasky read for Phoned In, Bomb Magazine's poetry reading by phone podcast. This was episode three of Phoned In. To read the transcription of the conversation Dorothea and I had after the reading, to hear previous episodes, or to tune in for upcoming episodes, visit bombsiteblog.com. The music was from the band World's Greatest Dad. For other podcasts, streaming video, web-exclusive interviews, and more, check out bombsite.com.